Welcome to the Lincoln Baptist Daily Reading Programme. Today is day 27, meaning we're in Exodus chapter 3 and 4, and then Mark chapter 12, verses 13 to 44, and finally Psalm chapter 12. As we begin to look at our Old Testament passage, Moses has this incredible moment before God. He's tending his father-in-law's sheep when God appears in a flaming bush. Moses is called for by name and brought to the holy site. There God declares that the time for the people to suffer is coming to an end and he will use Moses to free his people. Just consider for a moment the responses of Moses. Verse 11, who will I say sent me? Verse 13, what is his name? Chapter 4 and verse 1, they will not believe me. Verse 10, I'm not eloquent, I don't have the words. Verse 13, send somebody else. Clearly Moses was reluctant to obey the Lord and be the man of the moment, speaking the words of God and going up against this great leader of the land. Yet God in every response shows patience and gives Moses an answer. The Lord wills for this to happen, so it will happen. In thinking about this, is God commanding you to do something? And your response is one of these excuses. Spend some time today considering how you are responding to the call of God and whether or not you're trying to get out of it. Remember, if God wants it to happen, then it is going to happen. Let's head into our New Testament reading in Mark's Gospel. And in our reading today, we have three traps set for Jesus. In wisdom, Jesus responds to each and then moves into a time of great teaching before the people, warning them of the behaviours of the religious leaders. The first trap is this conversation about taxation. Ultimately, the leaders were hopeful that Jesus would refuse to honour the tax laws of the time. Yet Jesus, in his wisdom, recognised what belonged to Caesar and what belonged to God. Jesus sees right through their trap and teaches them how to honour both leader of the land and God himself. The second trap was a question about resurrection. Again, notice the ridiculous level of questioning here. They had no interest in any form of answer, only in what would trap Jesus. Yet once again, Jesus shows his wisdom, responding that they think of resurrection incorrectly. When we're in glory with Jesus, the things of this earth will pass away and there'll be a new order to things. The leaders are not only wrong in trying to trap Jesus, but wrong in their questioning. The third trap, albeit more of a question, was with regards to the law. Which one is the ultimate law to keep? Jesus teaches to love God and to love others, for everything stems from these two. After this moment, Jesus then teaches who the Son of God is, who you should be wary of, and why it's important to give from our poverty, not from our riches. You see, these leaders wanted to challenge Jesus and trip him up, yet all they did was serve to increase Jesus and the platform he could teach from. Their persecution fueled ministry. It is interesting to see the link here to Exodus and the persecution of the people, causing them to expand all the more. As we apply this to our own lives, we must be on guard for those who would be used by Satan to trip us up and get us trapped in sin. We must be wary of conversations, of questions and of challenges. Test each one with the words of God. Secondly, know this, trials serve to further the kingdom of God. Do not lose hope, instead strain forwards to the prize that awaits for you. Let the past go, let the present go and run to Jesus, for even in the trial the Lord's purpose will be fulfilled. Finally, let's head into Psalm 12. These early psalms are defined as general psalms in that they have no particular theme or the collection is made up of multiple different subjects. 
Psalm 12 compares the words of man and the words of God. In verse 2, we read that the words of man are utter lies. They flatter, but they have a double heart, meaning they may say they do good works, but at the core they are wicked. Then we have the words of the Lord in verse 6, where it says they are pure. And verse 7, where God's word will keep those who are faithful and will guard them from the wicked generation. You see, the words of God hold power. The words of man hold deceit. Here is the question for today. Whose words are you listening to? Digging a little bit deeper, whose words do you speak? Your own ideals, other people's opinions, or the very words of God that hold power? Ponder that as you go through your day and consider how you can respond in a godly way. For now, let's close our time in prayer. Father, we thank you for once again bringing us into our reading today. And we love the fact that as we read through Jesus responding, such wisdom comes from his words. Father, help us lean on his words. Help us speak his words. Help us not be a people of opinion, but a people of Jesus. And Father, help us not be like Moses, having every excuse under the sun as to not how not to serve you. Instead, let us be living for you in every moment of every day. We pray this in your precious name. Amen.